Hi, this is The Messengers. The series we're doing is about the fruit of the Spirit, and this episode is Faithfulness. Hello, everybody! How are you? This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers! Oh, that never gets boring, does it? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, we're going to be talking about... Faithfulness. That's right. One of the fruits of the Spirit that we're continuing. We've got two more after this. And we'll be done with the fruits of the Spirit. That's right. We'll have to come up with something else. That's right. (laughs) Wherever God God leads us, right? Wherever God leads us. (laughs) All right. So without further ado... Let's get started. (laughs) All right. Well, we find the fruits of the Spirit that are promised to us in Galatians. That's right. And it's Galatians 5, 22 to 23. It says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. All right. Some people think of faithfulness as like a relationship kind of thing, but faithfulness is not only something promised in relationships with significant others. It's not only a commitment you make. Faithfulness in the dictionary is defined as true to one's word, promises, vows, etc. It's also um, reliable, trusted, or believed. So that's a little more insight on what this kind of faithfulness that we're talking about is. Right. It's not just on whether you cheat on your mate or not. (laughs) (laughs) This is God's faithfulness. (laughs) So in other episodes, we've discovered some new things about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and goodness. We encourage you to visit our website at themessengersradio.com where you can hear any of those episodes and learn more about those things. Also, you can listen to us on our church radio station. If you go to the church website at www.tfhpeople.com. That's TFH for The Father's House. Yes. And you can click on the radio button and then start streaming from there. That's right. And we'd love to hear any kind of feedback that you guys have. Good, bad? Yeah. Any questions? Anything you would like us to speak about? We would be more than willing to pray about what you have to say and get back to you and just let the Lord flow. Amen. (laughs) So today we're searching out faithfulness. When I was doing this, I was expecting to find like a lot of scriptures on this subject since it had the word faith in it and faith is really big in the Bible. But I was pleasantly surprised with the scriptures I did find. There may not have been a great number, but the ones we're going to use are so powerful. They're great. So in about three quarters of the ones that I found, there was the word love also included. So here are some good examples of that. All right, let's look at Psalms 85, 10 through 11. It says this, Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace Kiss each other. (laughs) Faithfulness springs forth from the earth, and righteousness looks down from heaven. Mm, I love that. (laughs) I love that. It's so poetic. But in these next verses, we see even more. That's right. So let's look at Psalms 25, verse 10. 
The Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness all who keep His covenant and obey His demands. And if we look at another one in Psalms 86 verse 15, it says, But you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. Amen. And those were both from the NLT. We've been using different sources, so we're going to try and keep you updated on which one we're using gotcha. so you don't go to your Bible and say, that's not what's in my Bible. <laughs> and I hope you don't sound like that when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not either. So let's go to Proverbs. It also shows us that we need to be aware of his faithfulness to us and use it for ourselves. All right, so let's look at Proverbs 3.3 3 in the NIV. That rhymes. <laughs> Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Mm-hmm. Who has a tablet of their heart out there? I do. You do? Okay. I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're always writing, though. <laughs> All I'm <right>. a writer. <laughs> in Proverbs 14.22, this is the New Living Translation version. If you plan to do evil you will be lost. If you plan to do good, you will receive unfailing love and faithfulness. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> he really lays it out there for mm-hmm. you. So uh, we go to Lamentations, and that gives us insight into how the Israelites were feeling back then. Yeah. But it's also good for us even today. We need to be reminded of this kind of stuff. So this next verse is from the King James. But it's pretty easy to follow. I know you have a hard time reading from the King James, but I think you can do this one. Not my favorite book. (laughs) Not my favorite version, but we will look at Lamentations 3, verses 22 to 24. And please pray for me to get through this. (laughs) Lord, we pray. (laughs) It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. There we go. That's right. See, that wasn't too hard, was it? That, well, no. No. It's not too bad. It's not always not hard. Not some of them. That's right. So, um, let's notice in the last part of that verse, it says, I will hope oh, in him. Oh, I forgot him. will, didn't I? You did, yes. <laughs> but, Sorry, everybody. Therefore, I will hope in him. So... But one definition, our favorite definition of hope, is a confident, joyful expectation. So even when we go through tough times, like we all always do, um, we can always have hope. Wait, we don't all always go through tough times. I said it the wrong way. There you go. We all, I'm sure, have experienced tough times. Very good. Okay. (laughs) But... Even through those tough times, we can always have hope because we know that great is his faithfulness. Faithfulness, that's right. (laughs) But we have to do our part to remember his faithfulness and what he asks of us. We see in these next scriptures that we must acknowledge God and his faithfulness towards us. All right, and these next three verses will be out of the NIV. The Niv. The Niv. <laughs> this first one is Psalms 51, verse 6. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. 
It's pretty good. Yeah, there's a secret place that we all need to be to. Mm-hmm. And it's the place that, you know, we don't tell anybody where we're at, so they're looking for us. Right? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's a heart issue. <laughs> it is a heart issue. All right. Uh, the next one is in Psalms 40, verse 10. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and your saving help. I do not conceal your love and your faithfulness from the great assembly. That's pretty good. Um, it sounds like he's speaking to a great number of people. And as King David, he is. But it's also meant for us today when we speak to anybody. That is an assembly. And we need to speak God's words and his faithfulness to that person. Amen. To God, that is a great assembly. That's right. All right, and this next one is in Habakkuk 2, verse 4. See, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright. But the righteous person will live by his faithfulness. Amen. I want to be righteous. Are you righteous? I want to be. <laughs> I don't think anybody's really righteous. No. But, but we strive. But God gives us grace. That's right. And then we are righteous. And that's the main thing. <laughs> yes. So we mentioned before in several of our other episodes that praise is a wonderful and beneficial way to glorify God. But it also lifts our spirits and it makes us very joyful. Right. We, we get happy when we praise God. Absolutely. It's, our spirit just leaps inside of us. And it's not just singing. No. You know, praising God can do anything. It, it can be just thinking about Him. It can be, I mean, praising God can be tithing. Praising yeah. God can be yeah. just giving your time to someone else yeah. and thinking about Him, doing it not for them, doing it not for you, but doing it for God. For God. That's praising God, man. That is awesome. That is. That is so fun, too. It is. It's fun to do. <laughs> so praise is mentioned in a few of the scriptures we find about faithfulness. All righty. So let's look at Psalms 91, or 92, verses 1 through 2 out of the NIV. Mm-hmm. It is good to praise the Lord. And make music to your name, O Most High, proclaiming your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. Very good. And Psalms 117, verses 2 out of the New Living Translation says this, For his unfailing love for us is powerful. The Lord's faithfulness endures forever. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And then we're also going to look at the NIV version of Psalms 100. It is all of Psalms 100, yeah, but it's, it's only five thing. verses. <laughs> yes, it is. So shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. That's a great thing. That is. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise giving thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. That's I love hearing that too. But uh, his faithfulness continues through all generations. Yes, it's a long time. This one is great because it comes with a promise. Amen. His faithfulness will continue for generations. You know, God is a constant. Right. He cannot change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that is a comforting and reassuring promise. Never moving and never changing. That's right. Always the same. 
always the same loviness and not loving others more than the others. You know, it's not like, you know, uh, Joseph, when he was loved more than his other brothers. That's right. God loves us all the same. He does. So Isaiah shows us that God has already provided his faithfulness, whether or not we do anything to deserve it. Right. And that is how God works. We don't deserve any good thing. But because he loves us, before time even began, he provided a way for salvation and forgiveness and a lot of other things. He even then proven his faithfulness by doing that. Right. So let's look at the NIV version of Isaiah 25.1. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name for in perfect faithfulness. You have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. And that's what you were talking about was that's long right. ago. He, he did it from the beginning of time. He predestined you. Amen. So the question is, how does God show his faithfulness? Jesus. Right. Jesus is always the answer. That is how he not only shows his love for us, but how he proves his faithfulness through promises he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob long, long, long ago. Right. <laughs> Since we who have accepted Christ have been grafted into these promises, we see how he is faithful as now as he ever was. And now, some people think, well, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that was just for the Jews. But when we accept Christ, he like grafted us into his branches. So we have the same promise that Abraham was promised. And that's, that's an important thing for Christians to realize. That even though it was in the Old Testament, things are still true for us today. Jesus was God's greatest gift. And he proves it in these verses. That's right. And every one of these are out of the New Living Translation. That's right. <laughs> So let's look first at Micah 7, verse 20. You will show us your faithfulness and unfailing love as you promised to our ancestors Abraham and Jacob long ago. And if we look over in the New Testament now, John 1.14 says, So the Word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And... We have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Amen. That's right. And who is that? The Father's one and only Son? Everybody should know that answer. Jesus. Right. <laughs> All right. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. Amen. And if we look at the last one, Ephesians 6, 23 to 24. And this is when I was, uh, I, I really like the last part of this in 24. Peace be with you, dear brothers and sisters. And I like peace. Doesn't, I think everybody kind of likes to have peace. It is. It's a fruit of the Spirit. We That's already right. talked about it. <laughs> and may God, the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, give you love with faithfulness. And here's what I like. May God's grace be eternally upon all who love our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, eternally is quite a long time. It is. Yeah. So that means even when we're in heaven, we will have peace. Absolutely. Peace. Now and forever. So if you don't feel peace, pray and ask God to reveal his peace to you. So, again, we find that faithfulness is something God has given us even though undeserved. 
we also know that we need to show our faithfulness to him. The greatest act of love and faithfulness was God's gift of Jesus. And we praise him for that. Amen. Well, God bless you guys, and we'll talk to you next time. That kind of wraps it up for faithfulness. You know, if you really want to understand any of these better, just ask God to give you a revelation. He loves to explain himself. <laughs> and he loves to give you revelation. He loves yes, he to does. give you something new that you can use in your life every single day. That's one thing that I pray before I read the word is, you know, show me, or when I pray in the mornings also, or pray during the day, show me something new, Father. Yeah. Because, you know, you may read a scripture a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But then there's going to be that one time that clicks, and it's like, oh, now I get it. That's right. All right. At the end of every episode, as normal, we are going to give you a chance. If you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we think that it, we think that it is important that we allow you to do this and to tell you how to do it. So choosing to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. That's right. God's Word promises this, that if you will confess Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's Romans 10, 9 through 10. Now if we skip down a couple of verses to Romans 10, verse 13, it says... For whoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. You know, one thing things God's really been dealing with me about is ask. He wants us to ask him. Mm -hmm. We have to have the contrite heart, the broken heart to come to him and say, Okay, God, I trust you. I'm asking you for revelation. I'm asking you to come be the Lord of my life. Ask him. Yes. So by His grace, God has already done everything to provide salvation. Your part is just to do two things. You just need to believe and receive. So if you are ready to do this, if you felt just a tug in your heart that something is wrong in your life, you know there's something missing, but you don't exactly know, but you now, now you think this, this is probably what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a Jesus-sized hold in your heart. And no matter what you try to fill it with in this world, it won't work. That's right. So if you're ready to do that, I want you to pray this out loud with me. And when I say pray it out loud, I want you to pray it out loud. You don't have to scream it, mm -hmm. but this needs to come out of your mouth, and you need to make, and this needs to come from your heart. Yes, it has you, to come from your heart or nothing is going to change. Absolutely. So if you'll pray this, say, Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. And the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And now that you're born again, that means there's a brand new you. And we want to help you with that brand new you. Yes, we do. If you need a Bible, drop us a line. Let us know. We, if you need resources, drop us a line. Let us know. Go to our website, themessengersradio.com. Click on that contact button, and you can fill that form out. That form goes to both Trish and myself. Or if you want to email one of us individually, you, there's, there's a link there that shows you our email addresses. 
So we just thank you guys so much for listening today. We know this ran a little bit longer than normal, but you know what? It was important to get these scriptures, I believe. Yeah. So until next time, guys, we have two more to go for the fruit of the Spirit, and then we will come up with something new. God will reveal it. Absolutely. God bless you guys. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. Don't forget to visit us at our website, www.themessengersradio.com.